Good afternoon. This is Travis with Oscar Mike Radio. Having a great time today. I, I'm I'm just loving life and what's going on. This is number two zero four. And before I get into my special guests, I want to give a shout out to my sponsors: Joyce Asac of Asac Real Estate, Mark Holmes of Reaper Detailing and Power Washing, and Sean Schubert of Red Seal Martial Arts. Now I'm not wearing an Oscar Mike Radio shirt today. I'm wearing uh, a lovely shirt that I got from a dear friend of mine, Yasmin from Yaz's Table in Abington, Massachusetts. Great shirt, great food. You don't it, pass that up if you're in the area. So thank you very much. I'm joined for part one of my series, thanks to Andrew Farr, who, who's from the Nashville area. I'm joined by Bobby Smith-Taylor who is the coordinator for Irreverent Warriors Chattanooga in Tennessee. Bobby, welcome to Oscar Mike Radio. Thanks, Travis. Thanks for having me. This is great. You know, I talked to Andrew uh, about a year ago about Irreverent Warriors and have just seen your state really embrace this movement. And if I understand it correctly, um, next week, you're going to have the first hike of 2020 in Tennessee. Is that correct? Yes. Saturday, the 22nd. Saturday, the 22nd. So even with COVID and all that stuff going on, Tennessee said, you know what? We're going to get our stuff together. We're going to be irreverent. We're going to do this thing. And, and you're first up. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm nervous. nervous. <laughs> I will be honest. Uh, okay. Yes, I'm very nervous. Well, this is, you know, my first hike coordinating. Um, I've done two other hikes, you know, as a participant, um, but actually being the coordinator and being responsible for how everything is going to go, it's, it's a little nerve wracking. So before we get to the hike, let's, let's go back a little bit. We're both Marines. Hoorah. What did Hoorah. you do in the, what'd you do in the Marine Corps? Uh, I was an admin clerk. I was an 0151. <sighs> Telling you what. People might snicker about that, folks. Let me tell you what, when you get your pay wrong, you realize how important a good admin is. Right. When, when, you, when you need to get leave and the first sergeant tells you, you don't, you don't have any leave days and you're quaking. You know, we had to do ops in the field. We made sure you guys were taken care of. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. We do feel sometimes like the redheaded stepchild. No pun intended with my red hair, but seriously. Oh. <laughs> so, I, I, well, I'm going to ask this now. I, I'm always curious, and, and some, I, I still call you all WMs and don't get all, you know, fired. It's just, that's what we were taught to do when I was in. But I always have to think, and just tell me here, Bobby, do you feel that you have a, little inside track and how the male mind works because you actually, you know, served with us guys. Do you think you have us figured out better than the, you know, woman who didn't serve in the military? I, I wouldn't say that I have you figured out completely. However, um, I grew up with five brothers. Oh boy. No sisters. Um, and then uh, I have a son. And my husband is a Marine and our son is also a Marine. Oh, wow. So being around 
you know, men, guys, my whole life, you know, cause you know, trust me when I was growing up, if I wanted to do something, I had to do what my brothers wanted to do. Cause they certainly weren't going to be playing Barbies with me. So, you know, I, when I had our son, uh, my husband's grandmother even said to me one time, you're so good with him. You know how to do everything with the cars and the Legos. And, and I said, well, look what I grew up with. <laughs> and I'm number five out of the six. So, you know, I had the four brothers that were, <laughs> that tortured me, you know, for many years. <laughs> well, well, I, I always found that sisters and by extension, my, you know, WM's, you know, Marine sisters were great sources of entertainment still to this day. I mean, I can get them to do stuff that uh, they just wouldn't do themselves. So, but you still have us figured out all oh, that. Well, for, well, for, for the most part. Okay. All right. <laughs> just curious. Just, just an FYI. I don't mind being called a WM. That's what we were called when I was in, I was active from 92 to 99 and that was what we were called. And although yes, I am a Marine. I'm also a woman. So, and I am part of the Women Marine Association. Oh, nice. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me at, at all to be called a WM. Well, I did that one time, Bobby, and I'm telling you what, I got a lecture and finger in my face. I said, look, oh, I'm I, sure. when I was in, <laughs> that is what you were called. So I've served before you, so you can just chill with the attitudes, not disrespectful. So you served and you, and you got out and then what got you into irreverent warriors? So, um, after our son graduated high school and left to do his Marine Corps thing, um, my husband and I moved to Chattanooga. Uh, we okay. built a house. His parents lived up here as well. So we both built houses on, on the property and, um, it wasn't long after, um, we had moved up here. My husband said, Hey, let's join the Marine Corps league. And I said, okay, you know, why not? Well, we'd probably been in the league for about a year and I ended up uh, being asked to be the adjutant of our Marine Corps league detachment. And when I went to, I wonder the, why, I wonder why, um, <laughs> uh, I went, uh, went to the, uh, the fall state, Tennessee state Marine Corps league meeting. Um, and that's where I met Andrew. And when he found out our commandant and our sergeant at arms and I were there, he said, Oh, I'd like to talk to you guys about irreverent warriors and the silky hikes. And, you know, we just kind of, he and I just got to chatting and I had heard about the, the silky hikes, like probably back when they almost first started. Um, being on a lot of veteran pages on Facebook, you know, you hear, you see things all And um, he's like, great, you can be my coordinator. <laughs> he's good like that, right? He, yes, he is. <laughs> But <laughs> I love him to death. Don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, he, it was just an instant. You're going to be my coordinator. So I was kind of as, as fellow Marines, you know, I kind of felt like I was voluntold, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I, that I was able to um, get involved. Cause that's, you know, that's what I'd really love to do is get, get involved with more 
veteran organizations and, um, you know, because it's, it's all about helping our brothers and sisters in arms. Absolutely. And, and, and so, you know, it, it's really to me, and I kind of want to pick your brain about this. It seems like not only is a reverent warriors truly irreverent in many ways, but also you all are trying to do a very different style of veterans advocacy than the, the strict, you know, uh, building and hierarchical structure and, you know, adherence to a, my point is you can kind of make this hike what you need it to be for the veterans you serve. It seems like. Exactly. Exactly. We don't care what rank you were. We don't care what job you did. You know, we're, it's, it's a, it's an unconventional way of networking veterans to um, bring them together. You know, we've all been there, done that. We may not have all been in combat, but we've, we all signed that dotted line. Right. And we all, you know, want to make sure that each other are taken care of. And we want to be there for one another. What was your first hike like? Because you've been on hikes before you became coordinator and got really involved with this one this year, correct? Um, I, well, actually, yes and no. So I went on the Fort Lauderdale hike earlier this year. It was okay. the first hike we had of 2020. Um, and I'd already kind of been uh, tapped to be the coordinator, but in order to become leadership, you need to do hikes before you know before you're officially leadership so my first hike was fort lauderdale in february and what was that like for you um i don't want to say not in a bad way but it was kind of overwhelming in the sense of you know seeing the amount of people that were there seeing the amount of people that that already knew each other like some of these people had been on so many hikes that, you know, they, you know, knew personal information that you would never, you know, with an acquaintance, you would never know. I mean, it was just that, you know, the, some people were, you know, had been on five, six, seven hikes. And so they knew a lot of the people there. So it was kind of, it was kind of overwhelming in, in, a, in a good way th- to see everybody and see how they you know how how everybody interacted and 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 honestly everybody was very welcoming and they were genuine with um you know how are you doing you know this is your first hike you know that kind of thing it's you know it was it was it was a a great experience and i don't want to say i'm addicted but i I enjoy, I actually, I'm a people person in that, that I like to be with people and I've been out for 21 years and I miss that camaraderie that I had in the core. And I felt, I guess you could say, quote unquote, normal. I've, you know, these were, these were my quote unquote people, you know, kind of thing. Your tribe. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So it was, um, it, w- it was really an awesome feeling. And, and, you know, like I said, it was overwhelming, but it was awesome at the same time. So you go to this hike and, and you're not the first person to tell me that it was almost like too much 
But then when they leave the hike, they realize, I think what you're trying to tell me is you belonged without having to really explain your background in a way that civilians exactly. just don't understand. Exactly. So, so you felt like you belonged. You, you, it was, it was it like windy because I remember seeing the pictures. I'm like, it looks like it's raining and, and, and they're, they're getting wet. We did, we did get a couple showers that day. Um, it wasn't too bad, but um, I would say probably by noon, any of the showers that, that had come through were gone. So the whole afternoon, because I, th I think we stepped off probably around 9, 9.30, and I think we finished up around 5. Gotcha. Oh, nice, nice. Um, so you do the hike, and then you're like, were you like, I'm in. I'm in all the way. I'm going to do this Chattanooga thing. I'm going to crush it. Was that the feeling you left with when you left Fort Lauderdale? Oh, definitely. Definitely. So it's my understanding because uh, Stephanie um, sent me the requirements to run a hike. And just for you people out there, if you think this is just, hey, we're going to show up at the town square and have a hike, it's, it's not that way, right? No, no, it's not. The, 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 the manual when I printed out was like almost, an, it, was, it was thick. A lot yes. of words you had to read and understand. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but is that part of you all's process? Because it seems like there's, you have a lot of freedom, but you must follow the path that they've laid out for you. So, Correct. okay. So why did they do that like that? Because well, we're a nonprofit organization. Okay. And, you know, you know, there are specific rules within a nonprofit to begin with, but, you know, it's, it's basically, I know there's a, there's the manual is a lot, but in, in all, in, in really in the big picture, it's all common sense. But wow. no, come on. Being, I, I know, I know. Bobby, you, you've, you've, you've been with five <laughs> brothers and us male Marines we don't have common sense for a while, do we? Well, I, I, I guess you could say on the business side, okay. it's common sense. Um, in the sense of, you know, there's, there's just certain things, certain rules and regulations that you, yeah. you need to follow. Um, and, you know, accountability, you know, finances, merchandise, you know, your hikers, um, you know, waivers for, you know, whatever has, you know, whatever you have to do, that kind of thing. And so it just pretty much spells out what we need to do. And although, like I said, you know, it's, it's a pretty thick manual. Um, most 501c3s have these, you know, these same exact types of, of manuals that, you know, of, of rules and regulations that you must follow. So you come away from Fort Lauderdale, just energized to do this hike, and you believe in the cause. You go through this, and you you set it up. What's it been like coming from Fort Lauderdale to this point through COVID nineteen? Because this isn't even a normal like hike time for you all. Because I had talked to Andrew back in February, and it was supposed to be a very different twenty twenty for IW. But you oh, all definitely. had to adjust. So how, how have you adjusted to getting well, to launch point? One thing about Chattanooga is um, 
they when I first approached them about doing the hike, um, we were told, you know, you have to have a permit, which a lot of cities don't require, but Chattanooga, Hamilton County, they do. Um, so in all honesty, in February is when I, when I contacted them and, and started the permit process. And then of course, not what, two or three weeks later, COVID hit. And it wasn't really until July that I knew for sure that it was going to ha that we were going to go wow. forward with the hike because without having that permit, you know, the approval with the permit, I wasn't sure whether we were going to be allowed to. Well, in July, I found out that, you know, the permit was not going to be approved, you know, due to the, the restrictions within Hamilton County, you know, Chattanooga area. And, but then I was told, you can go forward with it. You just don't have the ability to say request the um, Chattanooga Police Department to block roads or, you know, and so I figured out that was that was actually the whole purpose of the permit was to have those types of uh, assets available to me. We didn't really need the permit to to hike in general. So it's been, you know, uh, once I once I figured that out, it's just we hit the ground running and we've just pretty much, you know, we had a plan in place, but we weren't sure exactly without having that permit whether we were going to be able to go forward. Uh, we ha I have altered it some. I've shortened the route a little bit just so that, you know, uh, we're not out as long. Hamilton County is one of the counties across the United States that is a mask mandated um, county. So, you know, I didn't want people to be out hiking, you know, possibly wearing a mask and it being, you know, an eight hour day. So um, we're not required to have them on the whole time we're hiking, but I still just felt that shortening the route just a little bit was, would be better for everybody in general in that sense. So you've overcome that. You're getting ready to hike. Before we go into the hike details, tell me about Chattanooga, because one of the things I find interesting with IW is the community becomes kind of the star of the show as well as the actual organization, Reverend Warriors and, and the city doing it. But the community kind of stands out too. And, you know, Nashville is different from Fort Lauderdale, which is different from Reno. And Chattanooga might as well be another planet compared to Memphis. So, you know, what's Chattanooga like for someone who's never been there? And, and why do you like living there? Chattanooga is, it's, I guess, I guess the, the best way to describe Chattanooga is it's, it's a, it's not a big city, but you kind of get that big city feel, but with a smaller area. Um, I'm not sure what our population is, but you know, you get, you still get the country feel um, around, you know, town. Cause you know, even though, you know, downtown is, it's not a large area. We still have, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, like Lookout Mountain and, and, um, you know, the outer lying 
um, towns that are, you know, very country. And so it's, it's definitely a, like a quaint type of area is I guess is how you could describe it. So, so just help me out here because I think of Tennessee, this is just me. I think, I think of Tennessee as a rectangle in the lower left-hand corner rectangle, you have Memphis and kind of like a third of the way through you have Nashville. And then let me see if I have my, my U S geography, right? Knoxville's in the northeast corner and Chattanooga is in kind of like the, this, the bottom part of Tennessee right. on the mm -hmm. right side. Well, that's not very precise, right? Is Chattanooga in the mountains or more in lower lying hill country? It's more lower lying, but we do have, you know, like areas where it's a little, you know, it's, it's not, I wouldn't want to say large mountains. I lived in Colorado, so it's nothing <laughs> like that. <laughs> but, you know, we do have, you know, some areas where it's a little, it, you know, it's the, the elevation is a little bit higher. But very different. Now, I've driven through Memphis several times, but very different from Memphis, very different from Nashville. Uh, you might as well be in a different state. And, and people don't understand just how long Tennessee is. It's not like just, right. a, we're going to get in the you know, car and go to Memphis today from Chattanooga. It's just not that easy. Yeah, I, I also lived in Texas. And I feel like from east to west of Tennessee is the same length as the south to north of, of Texas. Okay. Yeah. Because I lived in Corpus Christi and it took me, it would, I, I'm from Illinois. So anytime I would go home, it would take me about half of my trip was just getting out of Texas. So God if you were going, Texas. you know, <laughs> if you were going east to west in Tennessee, that would be, you know, probably a, you know, a 12 hour trip it, oh, it, or it yeah, seems no, like it no, anyway. It, it did. I mean, I, 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 I've been through Memphis several times and then drove, uh, rode my motorcycle across Tennessee. And I'm like, when in the world am I getting out of this state? Oh my <laughs> God. It just never quit. But, um, you but know, it's a beautiful country. Yeah, really beautiful. I, I can't say that enough. Um, you know, this is about the veterans. So, so how, what's the veteran population like in Chattanooga? Um, it's, it's pretty large. Yeah. Um, We've, you know, we've got all of our different organizations, VFW, uh, Marine Corps League, Navy League, um, the American Legion. Um, I don't, I'm not quite sure if it's, if it's anywhere close to being as, as large as Nashville, um, seeing how Nashville is so much bigger than us, but there is a pretty large um, veteran community here. And with us being right here at the border of Georgia as well, and at the border of, you know, Alabama, you know, we get a lot of uh, veterans from those areas as well. Oh, wow. Wow, very nice. But are, and, I, and I don't want to assume anything, but do those veterans, you know, experience the same kind of challenges, say a veteran in California or even here in New England, you know, experiences? You know, when I say that, I'm talking about, you know, trying to get a job, or get training or understand their, their benefits. Is it, and, and then just, you know, socializing people like them, like, as you mentioned earlier. Yes. Okay. So those challenges are still prevalent. Yes. And, and when you're doing the hike though, and, and I'm going to ask this, go back to Fort Lauderdale for just a second. 
you, you did the hike and you felt like you, you were at home with your family. Why is it that Irreverent Warriors seems to be one of the very few orgs that I've come across that's really focusing on, we don't care about where you're from or what you've been, what your discharge status is, we just want you to come. Where, where do you think that comes from and why is that such a focal point in your outreach? I think a lot of it has to do with with our mission and which is you know bringing veterans together through humor and camaraderie um, and there's you know like I said you know we, we don't care who you are what you've done you know what service you were in we just care about the bigger picture of veterans and you know there's you know, not to not to talk bad about the VFW or anything, and I'm not. I don't mean this in in a bad way, but you know, the VFW focuses more on veterans of foreign war. That's Irreverent fine. warriors doesn't because we're you know it's just strictly on you know veterans. You know, it's, it's focusing on veterans, not just the ones that went to war. Right. You know, I guess, I guess that's the way you could, you could say it. Very well. So, so one of the reasons I'm such a, I, I wouldn't say fan, I've never been on a hike before. It's going to change here very soon. But uh, one of the reasons I'm such a fan is I've watched what IW has done for Andrew and how it's completely changed his life by being involved with IW and forcing him to put himself out there to bring people in and be of service. So my question is, how has IW changed you, even in the short time frame, Bobby? Has IW, in your, your mind, changed your approach to things and your outlook on, on service? Uh, yes, because I want to, you know, I've always wanted to get involved, um, but didn't know how. Um, you know, and this is kind of, this has kind of brought me out of that shell. Um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, my husband is, um, he's actually a retired Marine. Our son is active duty right now. And my husband, um, works overseas half the year. So I'm by myself. My, our son is, is stationed in Japan. And so I'm by myself, you know, at least half of the year. And I've always wanted to, to get involved with, uh, veteran organizations and, and, you know, helping veterans and, this has been honestly one of the one of the best ways for me to get involved with with veterans and getting to know other veterans from other communities that, that I may not have ever you know come in contact with. So I think it's changed me. It's brought me. It's brought me out of that 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 shell, and it's also given me that way to um, to help veterans. So by giving of yourself, you get so much more in return. And, and, and that becomes... Oh, definitely, definitely. Good, good. So, you know, one thing I noticed in a lot of people who do the hikes is there is this component of the veterans community, but also the overall, you know, town, community, city that they go in. There's a lot of people in a city that will, you know, who aren't military, haven't served, but will support the work you all do. Is there anything like that for the Chattanooga hike? 
yes, uh, we actually, um, like some, like my volunteers, um, I don't know you, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Young Marine Program that, yeah, that is yeah. under the Marine Corps, uh, Marine Corps League. They are actually, our son was actually in the Young Marines when he was younger. And um, when my husband and I joined the, the Marine Corps League detachment here in Chattanooga, uh, I got to know the, the Marine Corps or the Young Marine commander and I started volunteering with them as well. So I go out and volunteer at the, at the drills that the kids have. Um, and he's been one of my biggest supporters, uh, the unit commander there. And he's never, you know, he was never in the military. However, he supports, he supports the police departments, the veterans, you know, any veteran organization, he is there and he's doing whatever he can to, to help out. Um, the other um, big volunteers that I have have been um, the Daughters of the American Revolution here oh, wow. in Chattanooga. Um, and then, um, let's see, who else? Um, and then just um, some, some other random, you know, civilians that I've met, I've actually met through IW that um, are, you know, have helped on previous hikes uh, one particular one, Lauren Couture, she used to live, um, I guess, in the Raleigh area, and she's helped with the Raleigh hike in the past. Um, so she's, I believe, now lives up near Clarksville, but she helps. She helped out down here. Um, she's She's coming down on Saturday to volunteer for um, for our hike. She's constantly helping out with uh, Nashville with anything that they need. So, you know, there's a lot of civilians out there that, that do actually want to help as well and, and get involved and, and, you know, support our mission. Well, that's, that's important, right? Because I think without civilian support, you know, what, what you all do doesn't get that far. You need those people in the city hall to right. help you out. You need those sponsors to, you know, understand the mission and, and either donate financially or through, you know, things as simple as water or food or, you know, whatever. Just, so, it's just their time. Exactly. You know, because that's, you know, when, when we get to our lunch stop, you know, when we get there, it's civilians that are going to be there that ha will have everything set up for us. You know, it's the, at the water stops. That's who's there is, is those civilians that are supporting us and, and um, you know, being there for whatever we need and you know so you've gone through fort lauderdale you've gone through COVID 19 getting set up in city hall you can't fight city hall but you you know you got that figured out you, you've gotten all your kind of cats herded in one direction very good i'm very impressed by the way that's not easy to do and you know um next saturday right uh the 22nd yes next right? saturday Right. Yes. yes. Is, is like go day when we're stepping off. How are you feeling leading up to that? Are you getting excited or, you know, what's that I like for you? I am excited. I'm stressed. I'm, <laughs> I, I was telling somebody the other day, I want to step off the ledge. <laughs> but, but you're here. You're almost there, right? Yes. 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 I, but yeah, I, I, I would say I'm more excited than anything. That's fantastic. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I guess the, the nervous and stress side of me, um, 
is, is I want it perfect for everybody. I know it's not going to be perfect, but you know, that's, that's just, you know, that's the Marine in me. That's the woman in me. That's, you know, right. <laughs> that's right. my OCD. <laughs> so where are the height details? And I'm just curious, um, you know, I, I see this thing, you know, I start, or, or, or I get the notification through Facebook or social media. Could I, as a, a veteran come down and hike with you all? Of course. Yeah. There are people that come from every which direction. Um, I know like, again, going back to like Fort Lauderdale, um, I just uh, was at Indianapolis in, in July as well and did their hike. Um, and there were people from, you know, I mean, I'm Chattanooga and I went to Indianapolis to do a hike. You know, there are people from the, the East Coast that go to the West Coast. There are people that are from the West Coast that come to the East Coast to do hikes, you know, in different locations. Um, so, yeah, I mean, anybody and everybody can, can go to any hike that they want. So, you know, it's almost, I haven't told Andrew this, but I'll, I'll ask you this. You know, it'd almost be cool to have, like, you know, somebody who went to every hike for the year 2020, 2021, be a little IW like seal or something, or I don't know. I think it'd be pretty cool, but um, the hike details. Now, where is this starting and how long are you hiking? So the hike is going to be about, it's, it's just over six miles. Um, we're going to start um, down um, along the river. We're going to walk uh, along the river walk for a little bit of it. Okay. And then kind of go into town from there where um, one, one specific spot that I felt that um, we needed to hike is um, we're going across the veterans bridge. Um, I just, you know, with us being veterans and, you know, I just felt that that needed, you know, that needed to be incorporated into the hike. Um, then we'll head down towards Coolidge Park, which is um, named after um, Charles Charles Coolidge, who is a um, local Medal of Honor recipient. Oh, wow. um, and, and also we'll, we'll be stopping by um, the Medal of Honor Museum on the hike, which is also named after um, Charles Coolidge. Um, and then um, just, you know, we'll be going through uh, part of, of downtown um, which is will lead us to uh, the park where we're going to eat lunch. Um, what, what's that park? It's Miller Park. Miller Park, okay. Awesome. And so, then um, from there, we'll you know we'll we'll head back and and um, so yeah, it's 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 approximately six miles. Oh, for for you and me, that's just that was a nature walk, right? That was just a right. <laughs> uh, just a quick jaunt. Well, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be almost. It, I believe it at. The beginning when we very first did the the route it was supposed to be about nine miles but like i said earlier you know just with covid and everything i felt like we needed to to chop it down just a little bit to um kind of you know right. be able to abide by the the rules that hamilton county is is put in place but also still be able to have a good time. And I mean, a six mile hike is, is, is a pretty decent hike. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So is there a website or, you know, Facebook page people can find you all uh, and, and stay in so touch? The main, the main face, or I'm sorry, the main uh, website is irreverentwarriors.com. Okay. That 
on that website, you'll find every hike that we have available. Um, and, and once you go to that website, all you do is click on the city that you want to go to the hike and it'll lead you to um, Eventbrite, which is who we do the signups through. So there, there's no excuse. I'm going to have the link in the Oscar Mike radio uh, show post. So you can check out um, the Chattanooga hike. This is going to be very cool. And just about uh, most, most hikes have Instagram pages. They've got Facebook pages. Um, you can find us everywhere. I'm sure a lot of them have Twitter and, and everything else too. Snapchat or I guess, I don't know. Well, I've I seen your Facebook that. page. I've seen your Facebook pages with some pretty cool pictures and I'll have that linked in the show post as well, Bobby. Awesome. Thank you. Well, I have had a fantastic time talking with you. Uh, I, I really enjoyed getting to learn about uh, IW last year with Andrew and then February meeting uh, Mama Bear and talking with Stephanie. Uh, and I really like the fact that, you know, uh, women veterans are being not only allowed, but encouraged to take leadership and, and keep some of us guys in line. I know we can be kind of a handful <laughs> sometimes, but I think we need that balance yes. there. I think we need that balance there. And it's just nice to see it. So I really appreciate you coming on and talking with me. Uh, nothing but success for your hike uh, next weekend. And I, I look forward to meeting you in person one day. Thanks, Travis. I appreciate it. And yes, I definitely hope to see you at a hike. Um, uh, you know, especially a Tennessee hike. <laughs> well, that is happening. If everything works out all right, I'll be at the Nashville hike in, in September. So, um, oh, awesome, you know, awesome! We'll if, I'll be there. We'll see if my state allows its citizenry to leave. We're we're we're, 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 we're we run a little bit differently up here, unfortunately. So, right? Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> it's what it is, but folks, right. This is number 204, uh, part one of my Irreverent Warriors Tennessee series. Really thankful to uh, Andrew Farr for getting me in contact with Bobby Smith-Taylor, U.S. Marine Corps veteran and uh, the coordinator for Irreverent Warriors Chattanooga. Uh, go to ReverentWarriors.com to find out more. Bobby, thank you so much again for coming on Oscar Mike Radio. Thanks, Travis. I appreciate it. As we say in Oscar Mike Radio, we are mission in flight. Stay tuned for more, and uh, we are locked through lunch.